Welcome, everyone, to the Nerd Archive. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! It I'm is just kidding. Night. There wasn't an applause. The band didn't kick in. I suddenly realized we didn't have. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. Uh, you guys can follow us on Facebook if you find us. When Daniel Met Rich is where we're at. That's the name of the flagship show that you should be listening to as well as the Nerd Archive. In addition to uh, following us on the Twitter feed. Uh, that's at when Daniel yeah. or WDMR podcast, yeah. and then like and subscribe on YouTube where you can see us actually do the things. You can see uh, Zelda in the corner sniffing <laughs> for Popeye's bones. That's, that's the nice little added things you don't get when you don't watch the actual. Exactly. I see video. Zelda's head down there in the corner. Right, Hi, Zelda. We just did our twentieth episode. This is our like sixteenth episode. I think uh, something like of that. Yeah. Archive seventeenth. So. Welcome everyone to the annual sixteenth or seventeenth episode of. The nerd archive. High pitched because we're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have so much news to go over, but we need to so talk about what news. we did this week yes. first. Rich. All right. So as I covered on the other podcast, I watched Hereditary. Yeah. I also Creepy read movie. the book Holes. Oh wait, for the first time? Yes. No way. Yes. Yes, I read Holes by Louis yes. Satchar. Yes. I loved the movie. I saw the movie uh-huh, uh-huh. just like in passing one day on HBO right. and I was like, actually, that's a is... young Shia LaBeouf. I got to watch this. And yeah. Like, wow, this is actually a really good movie. Dig it so, up, up, boom, dig it. Um, I was talking to Alina, my friend's seven-year-old daughter. What a good kid. Hey, Alina. Yeah, she's, she's a very good kid. And Have uh, we cussed yet on this episode? I don't think so. She might be able to listen to this she one. She might be able to listen we to better, this No, one. let's not cuss on this episode so Alina can okay. listen to her shout out. All right. Yeah, hey, Alina. We'll definitely not listen. How you doing, girl? So um, she was kind enough to lend it to me, the book. So <laughs> last, last weekend after after recording, she we went to dinner with them, and she was like, here, I brought this for you to borrow. And I was like, oh, thank you. I will get it back nice. to you as soon as I can. That is a solid lend. Good I job. Read it, I read it in like three hours. Yep. It's not a very complex read at all. No. That is probably the most faithful book-to-movie adaptation it, ever. It's true. Yeah, it, it is. It was like reading the movie exactly. So if you've seen the movie, you don't have to read the book. Mm-hmm. If you've mm-hmm. read the book, you don't need to see the movie. It's exactly the same it made me suddenly realize a couple of episodes ago we were talking our favorite soundtrack adaptions of movies like our cds growing up we were talking music the whole soundtrack was one of those really yeah it was so one of my one of my most favorite songs is on that soundtrack by mississippi all-stars called shake them on down nice um and then of course there was the d-boys rap they had a rap i'm not sure if you listen to the credits they actually like they have a rap everyone raps that's funny. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Man. No, it's really funny. So, yeah. yes, good old Stanley Elnats. Yes. Caveman. Up. Shout out to Caveman. Caveman. Eating anyway. sploosh. Sploosh. We should, that would be an awesome uh, drink, like a party drink. Is sploosh. 100 plus year old peaches in jars. Exactly. Well, they wow. marinate real good. You know what I mean? It sounded like they tasted just fine. I'm sure they did taste just fine. Madam but I'm Zeroni. sure they also kind of, you know, turned. Pretty bad because uh, well, they Zero survived. was not okay. in the great greatest place heading up that also mountain. Also true. No, he wasn't. Yeah, so it was kind of the Thanks, onions grandma. that saved him. Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. For the, anyway, <laughs> so uh, after the record last weekend, I went and uh, picked up my safety bingo prizes because I won safety bingo at work. I won $140. Yeah. And my wife was like, yeah, it's prize money. Get whatever you want. 
So I picked up a few things. Yeah. I picked up Spider-Man on PS4. Mm-hmm. 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 Did you start it yet? Played it for 30 minutes this week. Ooh, that is a solid gaming session for that is. one Richard Smelt. Yes. What'd I was. Think? It was kind of one of those things where I was like, I've got a bunch of stuff to do, but I need to play at least some of this game. Yeah. So I told Alexa to set a timer for 30 minutes right as the game started. And then when she went off, I stopped. Okay. I got to the battle with the kingpin. Nice. And that's where I had to turn it off. Oh, boy. It was hard, wasn't it? I didn't didn't even finish the battle. Yeah. It started, and I had to turn it Uh, off. How was uh, web swinging in your motion sickness? web swinging. Yeah. It was awesome. It was your webs your your motion no motion sickness, sickness? no problem. Oh, thank no thank issue. you, Lord. No issue and at God. all. I had no issue playing this. Oh, game. I'm so, so happy. I can't wait to get back into it. I might oh, do man. that a little later tonight, but I've got a bunch of stuff to do out here as I'm going to cover as we get deeper into the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I picked that up. I picked up John Wick Chapter Two on Blu-ray mm-hmm. as well. Good. So, and I also put it on my Voodoo so that you might watch it. <gasps> Yay! Good. So, um, and then I went to the Lego store because I had to get the Fantastic Beast set. Damn straight you did. The Fantastic Beast set that I have not built yet. It is sitting here in the box. If you are on the YouTubes watching this, you will see the box sitting right in front of me of Newt's case of magical creatures. And the playset actually collapses into. The briefcase or the suitcase that he carries everything around in. I almost can uh, convince detailed up here. I almost convinced Sarah to get this the other day. I was just kind of like we were looking at it and I was like, ah, and she's like, yeah, but Legos. And I was like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) We didn't because we don't do we don't do Legos yet. They they take up space. Yeah, they really do. Because I purchased it from the Lego store. Uh I am a VIP Uh member. And the set was over $30. I also got this free set with it. Ooh. The VIP storefront. That is so thing. cool. 205 pieces for free because I'm a member there. And I had like 10 bucks on my account mm-hmm. to spend, mm-hmm. so the set was even cheaper. Woo. All is good only things. for VIP, though? This is only or for VIPs, like, yes. Oh, you have wow. to be a VIP member to get the free set. That is the coolest thing ever. It's so cool. And it's a, got an all red minifig guy in it. <laughs> that goes that on the wall. To get to, so. That's so cool. I'm going to put this together eventually. At that point, though, with as much money as you spent, like you should have been like, really? I was oh. expecting a Death Star at this point. <laughs> no kidding. Like, guys, please, come on. I have been paying like, your rent for like, months. Yeah, exactly. Look at my receipts. Yeah. Look at my receipts. Well, if they look at my club membership there, they'll be like, right. okay, dude, you might need to back off a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, give me more Lego sets. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Gotta go. That was our section today of Can't Lego. All right. Nice. Th- thanks. I have no rhythm, so I couldn't beatbox for you. Well, that's okay. Um, you know, I only just, I really wanted to do a little rapping, even if I nice. had to. So. And I brought down, I went, this past week I went through my uh, library of arts and interests and I packed up and brought down old video game systems and games. I saw that in here, in places. Suddenly so, I, they aren't in within my eyesight. And but. I found a bunch of shelving 
in Good. there that I could Sweet. install. Yes. I've already installed one shelf way up in the corner there that's probably going to have like a Superman light on it or something. Something. I haven't figured it out yet. But, you know, um, the important thing about putting game systems out here is that we can start doing a little bit of like Let's Plays kind yes. of thing. Right? Yeah. Yes. yes. So you can watch us play and watch what we're playing as we play. It's a big deal. And also watch us play. The biggest deal. Play. Yes. Watch what we're playing as we play. Uh-huh. Once more for emphasis. Watch play. us. Anyway. So I got the old Wii down here. And this is the old this is the original, the old school that has the GameCube yep. adapter yep. Yep. stuff. So we could play GameCube and Wii on this system. That's <laughs> really important. Yes, it is. Because you have Super Mario Sunshine. Digital lunches. Yes. I also brought out the case. Ooh, here's the case. The case. I don't know what's in this. This all. looks like a steel. So many surprises case. today. But inside this case is every Game Boy imaginable. Dude, I had this SP too. Yes. Yeah, this is the, the Nintendo uh, Game Boy Advance SP that looks like the old school NES. NES. Wow, this is bringing back my God. It's so much smaller in my hands. The GameCube color oh my or gosh. the Game Boy color. I remember freaking, and it folds up. It's so The original tiny. Game Boy Advance in the pink. Those things used to be so big as a kid. Yeah. And it still powers up. How do you like that, Daniel? This is so fun. The battery's Power almost, the battery's, oh, no, it's, oh, it was dying, but now it's totally, I'm turning this up a little then bit. Then I've got Pokemon Red in here and Star Wars for Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Is that like the Super Star Wars? No. It's the Star Wars. And then I've got Pokemon Yellow and yep. Radar Mission, which is kind of yep. like Battleship. Mm-hmm. And then Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. It's a big deal. Nice. This is so tiny. How do you do this with your gigantic hands that are way bigger than mine? <laughs> How do you do it? Because I can't even, because I, I haven't held this thing in. I know. I haven't held this since it was big to me. Yeah. And now that I'm holding it, I'm just kind of so like, this is the smallest thing I have thing just asleep ever. Chronicles here. For Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What other Game Boy Advance games do I have? I don't think I have a lot of them. Oh, I've got Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Uh, Classic. Yeah, don't play it if you have the good ones. That's all the Game Boy Advance games I got. Don't play it unless you have nothing else to play, actually. Oh, I have Yoshi's Story, which is what Daniel's Yeah, that's what I have in here right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in there right now. It's taking forever, so I'm just going to go ahead and just turn this off. Oh, that's Pokemon Silver. Oh, Pokemon Silver. Tetris should be in here, but I don't I know miss where you. I want to... I want to... Yes. Actually, it was on top of that. Yep, 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 yep. yep. So, that is the coolest. There's the nostalgia quake there. Oh, I love it. But we're going to go even deeper on the nostalgia. Whoa. So this even is the deeper. handheld Nintendo. The deepest. Richard Smelt, the man who knows how to go. I have not barely drank tonight, and I just pronounced your name. Smellitz. It happens. Smellitz. What is that? This is a Retro Pro Portable. Whoa. This little handheld system plays classic Nintendo games and Super Nintendo games. What? It's got a big old cartridge flap right in here. That's so cool. So this... Let me find one here. It's really weird when that light goes off. It's like a motion sensor. We don't move enough sometimes, I think. So, so you want to play 
Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past. Yeah, you have the old yeah. school cartridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just shove it in the top <laughs> of this bad boy. <laughs> or try to. Or try to. <laughs> Give it a shot, and then yeah, power it on if the battery's still good. Battery's probably not. <laughs> I probably have this reversed. <laughs> I probably screwed this up. It's been a while since I played You're just this. like observe. Let me see. I don't think so. I think it was. Totally I think it was right, way. but it yeah. wasn't settled all the way. Okay. Maybe. All right. Does it not turn on if you don't have? I bet it was a battery because it would have given it's you some probably kind of a battery. Yeah, yeah. There's. But that's there's still. Nothing. But here's the cool thing: is that you can pop in the adapter for the Nintendo games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pop that in here. Am I not seating it right? I don't think so. Yeah, the other way. The other way. Flat flat edge to the back. Yeah. You think? Yep. Boom. You're right. Yeah. And there's that. And it's got a little AV out on the top for And then you can pop in the Nintendo NES. cartridge in this case. Yep. DuckTales. DuckTales. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> and, and then you have to hold this big ungainly thing. <laughs> and it all displays on this tiny little screen. This looks like an old school game. And game. then a kid walks up and they're like trying to yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this little screen. The screen on my phone's bigger than a freaking SP. Jeez. Oh, it came with two controllers and the adapter to hook it up to a TV. Oh yeah. So it's basically a Nintendo Super Nintendo that you can plug into the TV and play, or you can take it with you. That is so cool. Super cool. We need to plug the classics out here too. So all that is going to be going on a shelf out here, as well as the PS4 and the PS3. And then we can do. And then we can play these games. Uh, yes. On this TV and record it for yes. everyone to see. Because and the Super Nintendo Classic is going to come out here too, that has all the fun games loaded on it as well. <sighs> So cool. All those fun things. So that's a that's the fun stuff that I brought out. So I gotta figure out the shelving situation and everything. So once we're done recording, if you guys want to give me a hand figuring that out, that'd be great. If you have to go, I understand and everything, but we'll see. We'll play it by ear. See how it goes. Play it by ear. Yeah. We'll play if by ear. Play. So I, uh, because of just stressful situations at home, um, I haven't been able to do a lot in terms of like video gaming and right. gaming stuff things. So uh, I did buy Undertale, which okay. was largely suggested um, by one Cody Marker and a lot of people. Same was really good. I bought that for Switch. I got us the online service, the family Sweet. package, which everyone's on there. So uh, the family package or what is the NES online? Because we... Both. What is that? Well, you can go download. You can go download the NES library, and just play a bunch of NES games on your Switch. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you. We did say this on the last podcast. You can play them online. Maybe we didn't get around to it. Maybe we didn't actually get around to talking about the NES online service. I don't think we did. Then yeah, no. You get a library of NES games, um, of which you can play two player, but you can also play them online. Nice with each other. Sweet. So. Um, if you and I wanted to play like Super Mario Bros. Family. Yeah, and we could do it from far away from each other. So, Sweet. Uh, we got the whole WDMR crew on there. So as far awesome. as Let's Plays are concerned, are concerned that's going to happen too. I played a little bit of Fractured But Whole. Nice. Which is still an amazing game. I'm just like, Excellent. I'm getting closer and closer. I played it a little bit on Xbox One, but I just red boxed it. Okay. I'm getting closer and closer to catching up uh, to where I was initially. Okay. And it's all going to be smooth sailing from there and awesome. just like funnier and funnier things. So the game is just so hilarious. Yeah. It's just a matter of have, having time. And then, you know, like I do go to school still. I'm taking godforsaken math right now and that sucks. Um, but so my time is kind of dwindling and I spent a lot of time playing Spider-Man last week to the point that I'm just kind of like, 
okay, maybe I'll just kind of like kick back and not, you know, yeah. uh, play as many video games. Yeah. I mean, you beat it before I got it. Yeah, exactly. And I got it so. like the second weekend it was out. So yeah. I yeah. couldn't, um, I played, you know, God of War pretty hard when that game came out, but I didn't play that as hard as I played Spider-Man. Right. Which everything about Spider-Man was just too fun for me. It just clicked with me in my style of what I prefer in terms yeah. of gaming. So I continued to watch Jack Ryan on okay. Amazon Prime. Phenomenal show with Woo-hoo. the motion sensing. The motion sensor is right over now. by I'm the trying door. Trying to do in the, is it? It's over okay, by the door. Okay, Brian, There's move. Do something. Flail your yeah. arms. Um, he does so, it with his foot. Was, does he? Okay, yeah. good job with your foot. You can Brian. grab the broom behind you, Brian. Ladies, he's a man behind. who knows how to use his foot. Now, Jack Ryan. I've been watching more and more episodes, and by golly, if it is not a compelling TV show really? to watch, yeah, uh, the villain. As it continues, the villain is just as compelling as Jack Ryan. Really? Um, he's a man. He was initially a, uh, you know what? That's just like spoiler territory. I have never cared so much for, uh, I got to say, is like a white man living in Denver, Colorado, who doesn't really believe in God. The last person I'm going to identify with is any kind of um, Muslim right? because it's just their culture is different because their religion is different. Um, and all of that stuff. This guy is one of the more compelling villains I've ever seen in a TV show ever. Really? And I'm just kind of like, as I watch this show, I'm feeling more and more for this guy. And I'm just like, wow, not to say, and I know it partially sounds, you know, like ignorant for like me to say, I'm sure like as soon as I meet, you know, as soon as I am inside of more cultures where I like, I am obviously friends with plenty of people from different ethnic backgrounds of, you know, different skin colors you know, it's just I can honestly say that the people I've come into least contact with are Muslims, which is unfortunate. I'd love to have friends that are, yeah. you know, um, Muslims and stuff. And then also those facets of those characters. And I don't know if this is um, the same in the books, but uh, there's James Greer, who is like uh, Jack Ryan's boss, basically. And okay. also played by um, played by. Uh, oh, geez. Oh, voice of God. Morgan Freeman? Thank you. Um, Morgan Freeman in Some of All Fears when Ben uh, Affleck was... Yes. Batfleck. Was, yes. Batfleck was, was Jack Ryan. Um, in the show, James Greer is actually Muslim too. Oh, wow. He's straight American, but he, you know, he yeah. praises Allah, which is fine. You know yeah. what I mean? So he does that, and I was just kind of like, wow, they're adding all these facets to the show that's just like, this is one of the most interesting... Um, like uh, for everyone's uh, reference, Muslim is not a race. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. Basically, <laughs> well, did I? Was I? No, no, no. Okay, you're just letting people know. I'm just <laughs> letting people okay, know. Good, good, good. I'm throwing right. it out there. <laughs> so you um, can be white and a Muslim. It's yeah. Fine. It's actually heartbreaking to watch this villain um, take this path because they're doing like flashbacks, and it's actually heartbreaking to see why he's doing what he's doing, right. why he's become a radical, you know, person. You know, the things he went through as a child, the things that led him on the path, uh, the things he's he did for his brother, um, mm-hmm. his younger brother, who they do a lot of things for each other. So it's it's insane to watch, but it is very. It's almost more compelling to watch him than uh, Jack Ryan himself yeah. uh jim from the office nice john krasinski john krasinski. so that's really good yeah. american vandal i watched an episode last night yeah they're starting to narrow down more and more sus- suspects because they're looking for the turd burglar okay uh I haven't turned on the show at all yet yeah that's okay um actually it's not it's a t- t- no <laughs> <laughs> just don't watch don't turn on spider-man again until you see american vandal 
Okay. Wow. That's how I feel about wow. American Vandal. All right. Wow. Because you'll get through American Vandal much faster than you will Spider-Man. All right. <laughs> now, season two, I'm just going to keep giving you little tidbits as I go along. Not super spoilers, but just tidbits until you watch the show. Okay. Bitty titties. Yeah. They had two prime suspects, which they had to both uh, disclaim because the turd burglar was hit by the infamous iPhone 11.1 glitch. Okay. In both of the posts on Instagram, the turd burglar said on his phone, uh, tried to say, um, talking about the things I have planned, but with the infamous glitch, it said, instead of I, a a question mark. (laughs) Both of the prime suspects were, were saying the exact same thing around the same time on android (laughs) did not have the glitch both prime suspects cannot be the turd burglar (laughs) nice (laughs) because he did not have the a question mark glitch (laughs) 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 this movie is phenomenal show is phenomenal i just it's so funny it just cracks me up so hard i never experienced that glitch the hardest really no lucky you you must not have updated it was annoying a bitch i think i updated after. Oh, okay. So the update came Did out. Christy? So it was like 11 know, came sir. out, and then the 11.1 came out, and then after they the glitch was being talked about, then it was 11.2. I think I went from 11 to 11.2. Mm. I believe so. I think that's right. Either that or I don't, I'm not that big on social media. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm trying to get... It was so. I'm annoying. trying to get bigger and better at it now to help promote the show. Yeah, but that's about right. The limits of it for me. Okay, makes sense. Because I pissed off a lot of family members when I was big <laughs> in it. And, you would. Uh, and uh, my mom called me to yell at me for stuff. It was yeah. <laughs> I think we've gone over that. We have on the gone show over already, it, yeah. though. That's yeah, all we're that not going to revisit. Suffice yeah. it to say, I learned my lesson and just kind of calmed down and backed way off after that. That's good. That's good. Uh, I'm going to move on to the news if you don't have any. Oh, wait. No, I do. Um, I have a what the Funko what section. What the Funko? Yeah, so. Give me a beat. I have no rhythm. He has no rhythm. Oh, there's Brian over there. He's giving me a beat. Okay. All right. Hi, everybody. My name is Daniel. Here we are having some fun. <laughs> I, I was it. not ready. I just wasn't. Just I wasn't mentally prepared. Okay? okay, so I tied this really hard because I didn't want you to see what was inside of it. Okay, now, it's not every day that I buy something. That's true. That's like there. I'm Ooh. sorry. Hey, I'm trying to. Uh, uh, Daniel uh, is digging into the bag. I'm digging into the bag. Okay. It's not every day that he buys a Funko. It's it's really not, and so. because I don't. This was really special to me. Now, um, we found the Matigo. Yes. For Christy. We found the Matigo Funko Pop. Yes. And right below it was something that was... My wife has all of the fantastic creatures now. She does. All the fantastic beasts. But I think uh, everyone in the room is going to immediately know who this is actually for. Nice. I found it. I had to get it. I don't want it. It's for you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Because we've already talked about this. Treebeard is your favorite Lord of the Rings character. I saw that son of a bitch. I'm on no one's side because Uh, no one's on my side. There you go. Nice. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I saw it and I was like, "This this is like screaming at me. Awesome. 
take me to Rich's house because yes. he's starting with pops. We'll and be I saw featured in all future episodes of Rich <laughs> yes. Archive. Yeah. Yes. The Master of Fangle. Yes. Rich's favorite character. Yes. Haven't you heard? He's a big old tree. His name is Treebeard. I'm gonna let a silence just exist yeah. there. <laughs> just um, <laughs> I, what? Now I have one. I bought Kirsty one last year for her birthday. No way. Yes. Oh great. She has tree beard. There's a part upstairs. of me. Uh, but this is awesome. Wonderful. Now I have my own. Thank you. Great. Aww. I thought I was like, I wonder if he has this already, but I could let him know. But also, I could just bring it to him. That's I don't see it anywhere with your anyway. other stuff. I was like, if he had it, I totally would have seen it next to Smaug on the Entertainment Center. You're right. No, those are all Christie's. The majority of our Funkos are Christie's. Mm. Oh, okay. The ones that are mine are upstairs on the shelf of the corner mm-hmm. of the loft there. Mm-hmm. There's like a corner shelving thing. Mm-hmm. And on one shelf, there's a bunch of Funkos. Is there? Those are mine. Oh, okay. So there's where you will find the big Ludo from Labyrinth. Right. You'll find Sarah with the worm. Makes sense. Yeah. You'll find Hoggle. Uh, but uh, I didn't know you even knew there? this existed. Yeah, I saw it one day and I was like, well, Christy likes the tree people thing, so she's going to dig this. Oh. So I got it for Christy a while back. But it was really for you secretly. I like, what is that? that? <laughs> Thank you. Treebeard. Right. And the bloopers. Fuck you. I'm taking it back. You already have one. <laughs> fuck that. No. It can go in here too. Um, or wherever it goes. Because it's also, because you have the Lego tree beard over there next to the Tower of War, I think. I do. And I was can like. I pull him up? Do it right now. Grab him. Did he come with the Tower of War thing too? He did come with the Tower of War thing. Ooh, he's got a rotating arm here. I'm going to do this. Whoa. This is why y'all should be on YouTube is to see the tree beard action. Yes. Uh, He's got uh, several uh, points of articulation. He also has judo chop. This is the, this is, will forever be the bane of having Lego collections and keeping them built. Dust is an issue. I am seeing this. Dust there is, is a, a large lot of issue. dust on these. They get a lot of dust on them, but they have many points of articulation. He also swivels at the waist. Ooh, how clever. Either way, you have now uh, multiple tree beards, which you Woo! should because he's your favorite. Arr, arr, arr. <clears throat> Next arr, thing I'll, I'll get you down. is uh, cut out of Evangeline Lily as Toriel. Oh, I figured out a way to make her like stellar in a movie. How? Put her opposite Taylor Lautner. She will be an amazing actress <laughs> versus him. Right, right. Of course, that will be the most boring, passionless movie you will ever watch. Right. But it'll be titled Passion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she's going to find you and sue us. Now, let's get on to the That's news. It's not my fault. She sucks. <laughs> but once again, she's in a lot more stuff than I am. So I can't right? really talk. It's true. It's true. It was like, no, I was looking at her interest on Wikipedia. Her favorite band, Pink Floyd. Totally lines up with what you're saying. Now, on to the news. <laughs> let me find the let me find the sack of dicks I have around here somewhere so that you might feast. <laughs> anyway, on to the news. On to the news. I think that's the sickest burn I've gotten back in <laughs> 
Hold on, everybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> cursing, <laughs> damn it. Oh, did we cuss? Yes. When? I, the oh, sack. The, oh, but that's okay. Well, we can bleep that out. Okay. We can. <laughs> that was really cool. Oh, they have. We should. Uh, take, can we take the key rings off of those? Because that yes. like clicked on my. Oh hat. my bad. That might. Uh, my bad. We will. Hurt. We will de-ring the angry potatoes. Okay, thank you. For those wondering about the angry potatoes, please listen to Wendy Angle Met Rich. Yes. Yes. Uh, now uh, the twentieth annual episode of Wendy Angle Met. Yes, the twentieth episode. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm. Yes. Uh, so, send us the news. In in the news. Do, 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 do. Um, do, 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 do. I'm like trying to figure out. There's one thing in here that do, I don't want to go in order. Um, order. Let's start with something interesting. Go the Captain somewhere. Marvel trailer was released. Yes. Did you see it? Not yet. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. It looks really good. It well, looks really good. It, okay. Allison Bree. Yep. No, not no, Allison. No, Allison Brie. Allison. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. I knew Brie there was Larson. a Brie in yeah. there somewhere. Yep. My apologies. Brie Larson is Allison an amazing actress cool anyway. So she's going to be really good in it. Yes. No, she is. I mean, I don't necessarily need to see the trailer for them to have my money. Right. Because so, you're already kind of like, I can I'm, tell you from watching it that it's really interesting. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm going to see Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. The trailer at this point is just kind of. Inconsequential. Yeah. It's, it's just cool bonus, be- because so. it's set in the 90s. Nice. The voiceover of Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, nice. who is in the movie pre-Eye Patch. Yes. So Younger. both eyes. Yes. <laughs> so a, both, two-eyed, yes. a two-eyed Fury. <laughs> yeah, which is a big deal, right? Yes. It starts with her crashing back onto Earth from where she might have seemingly origi- originated and crashing into the roof of a blockbuster video. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. Oh, so it's set stuff. in the 90s. It's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to harken me back to my childhood. Uh, George R. R. Martin said Game of Thrones has enough material by the time it's finished, uh, if it ever gets finished, uh, that it could have been 13 seasons long. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that they kept it down to eight seasons because, I mean, yeah, it could have been 13 seasons long. If you read the books, yeah, it could have been 13 seasons long. Oh, yeah. Half of that show would have been boring as hell. Right. If they did not well, it's, slim it down. I mean, it's like, it's like, I forgive me. It's like the Two Towers. Okay, easily my favorite movie, my favorite of the books. Yeah. But so much walking. So much walking. So much of that, um, of those books is just dense with descriptions of what they see as they're walking. And so little actually happening until yeah. like the most important parts. I mean, like the first half of, of the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. All exposition. Absolutely. Like, all exposition. Yeah. Kind of gets crazy yeah. towards the end. And yeah. then the second half of Fellowship of the Ring, I blew through that because it was Mines of Moria and it was yeah. uh, the initial attack yep. on on the crew. Bormir in the books doesn't even die until the beginning of t- the two towers. Yep. So, I mean, that was just incredible. You know, like, it's, it's, what's yeah. with these middle parts? I also wonder, a lot of people bitch about The Last Jedi, like, not, you know, like, I think one of the biggest, you know, as, as a fan who went in wanting something, is that I felt like not enough actually happened in the story. Like, I kind of left and I kind of thought, where did we actually get during all of this? I wonder if it was just exposition to get to that final piece, which I'm sure they've had planned for years and years and years. So much happens in that movie there's like four different plot lines going yeah yeah okay there's there's kylo ren's plot line there's ray and luke's plot line mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's the and i'm not saying 
the resistance in space and yeah. then there's the casino bit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that things didn't happen there. Right. I'm saying that it felt like more of a definition movie. Like we know that now that like Kylo Ren is basically going to be like, what if Darth Vader was the ultimate bad guy and not yeah. the emperor? That's the direction they're going with this. And you know, like, you know, Luke was bitter and sour about the Jedi. So let's restart the Jedi and make them, you know, a lot less about being monks and a lot more about just being good people that are fighting for the good fight, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, you know, kind of just like that exposition thing again in the way we're kind of talking about this. So yeah. the middle parts. Yes. Did you see Walking Phoenix in the Joker makeup? No, I haven't seen him in the Joker makeup yet. Um, they're making a Joker movie. It's going to be an '80s gritty tone. I'm maybe based on the Killing Joke potentially. Um, well, it probably is based on the Killing Joke, mm-hmm. but more of the backstory yeah. of the Joker, yeah. not so much the Joker's current. Activities. It's true. Might be the laziest Joker makeup I've seen. Well, and it should be. If it's gonna be if it's gonna be an origin Joker story and it's going to be the the background behind the killing joke, then it should be really light Joker makeup. It should not be the full on Joker. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's about what it should be. You. Yeah, he just looks like he's got some clown makeup on, pretty much. Yeah, I mean that's just it. That's him without the right in his character. So, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, it I'm, just seems I'm excited crazy, to see it. Yeah. Um, just because I love the character, and I'm a big fan of Joaquin Phoenix's acting. Mm-hmm. Um, most all the stuff I've seen him in is. He's stellar. Like, have you seen her? Yes. Yeah, that. I mean, the movie that he carried. Yeah, pretty <laughs> yes. much. Well, I mean, himself. seriously, that's like the sexiest I've ever seen, quote unquote, Scarlett Johansson. I don't yeah. know why, but just her voiceover in that was intoxicating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I don't have that firm of a mental picture of her anyway, so I could imagine her ideally. Yeah, right. I guess. I don't know. I don't necessarily know. Maybe it's just she got that voice, though. That voice is a good selling point for her. That's all. Not that she's unattractive or anything. Yeah. I don't. Stop me, Daniel. I'm going to get myself I know, in trouble. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Just shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, I've got more things here. Um, because this is a lot of it's movie stuff before yeah. I get to the to the game stuff. Cool. Uh, get in the movie stuff. Yeah, basically. So I'm going... I did not sort these at all. That's why I'm just kind of oh, like trying fine. to catch my place here. Avenger, Avengers 4 title tease has title. been teased. Um, on Instagram, they posted a thing and said, look closely. So they have a ladder that's positioned just right that it looks like an A. Yeah. And then... What is either another A or an E? So, the idea is that it's either called Avengers Assemble. Okay. Basically, Thanos the movie part two. Avengers Eternal or Avengers Endgame. I could see Avengers Assemble. I could see Avengers Assemble. Because they have to regroup after Thanos beat the ever-loving shit out of them. Yeah. You know. There's another one. Um. Avengers Assemble. Avengers no. Eternal. Avengers I, I think Avengers Eternal, probably. Yeah, I mean, that could be it, too. So, I, Because, well, the end of the Infinity War, 
was well rough. It would <laughs> it would make sense for it to be Avengers Infinity Watch. But it would make sense for it to be Avengers Eternal too because right. I mean Infinity comics, Watch is not happening. Especially with Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy three now basically not existing. Yeah. Shelved indefinitely. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, hopefully they got everybody locked down for <laughs> <laughs> Although the only Guardian left is pretty much Rocket, right? Uh yes. Also true. They'll just so. they'll just leave them dead. Oh no. Rocket said <laughs> Rocket's <laughs> in a shield lab putting oh, on makeup. <laughs> Cosmetics testing is horrible. Don't test on animals anyway yes, do not no um they already did most of the filming anyway right for avengers yeah. uh four so oh well yeah. uh i'm gonna down- bounce back and forth between a bunch of like uh uh disney things because there's yeah. like disney things here and then there's other things ryan coogler director of fruitvale station okay creed okay black panther and now Creed There's 2. There's one I've seen. Yep. <laughs> and now Creed 2. Creed and Creed 2. Creed 2 looks awesome. Creed, you should see Creed. Even if you don't like Rocky, Creed was awesome. I really liked it. I never saw Rocky. I had no interest. Fair enough. Neither I neither did I. I still have no interest. Okay. I. It's if one you of those liked, that if I catch it on cable, I'll watch it. Sure. If you, yeah, if you see it on like HBO or something, mm-hmm. like it's it's one of those things. If you liked Black Panther, you should really dip your toes into Creed. You okay. really should, um, for the sake of respect I'll, I'll, for the man who made Black Panther. That's fair. Um, that's fair. Well, and we got Killmonger boxing. Said director, so. <laughs> Ryan Coogler, is officially producing the Space Jam sequel. Oh. Potentially with LeBron James. Oh. Now, here's the deal that makes this very, very, very real. That also gives me hope for it. Yeah. Because no one wanted this. I cannot think of a more irrelevant group of people or cartoons right now than the Looney Tunes. Like, I hate to say it, but they've only been on super kid shows. They would have to go to such extreme lengths at this point. Yeah. to, To make the Looney Tunes relevant again. And maybe that's something that they would address in a Space Jam sequel. The Looney Tunes have been brought back there are new adventures of bugs bunny and right and all that. but are they like they're not nearly as prevalent as they exactly. were when we were kids we're good i mean you know um something i had to say about it yeah they right. really fucked up lola bunny and they now really we have to censor a second three. cuss word you've been cussing all this time don't even start we're at, we're at more, I, more I count that. three so far. We oh, are three. at more than that. Because you, you said much. sack okay. of yeah. whatever those are. Yes. They you, have. You said the. They have the brown really word. messed up Lola Bunny character. Did I? Yeah. Son of a crap. Well, there's that. <laughs> well, poops. sorry, kids. You can't listen to this one. So poopies. Yeah. Anyway. But they really messed up Lola Bunny. She mm-hmm. used to be this really cool character, right? She mm-hmm. was. Well, since we already fucked up all the cussing and all that, she was a, like a badass. She was a real badass. In the newer series, she's dopey, weird, and uh, a blonde, quite literally. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, not as strong a female character as in the movie because she was also like a force to be reckoned with in Space Jam. Oh, Lola, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, the whole reason she was on the team was because she had talent. Exactly. She was good. And that she didn't put up with any of the, 
oh, a girl. Crap. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was the other thing. The that, kind of woman that bugs needed. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that. Yeah. I was <laughs> when I first heard about Lolo Bunny before seeing the movie, I was scared that we were going to get a Bugs Bunny and drag. Yeah. Type thing. Right. Was not the case. I really liked Lola Bunny. Not as much as so many people on the internet, however. <laughs> there is a lot of Lola Bunny cosplay out there. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. So easy to do. Moving on. Yeah. Kingsman 3 confirmed for 2019. Nice. I love Kingsman. I, I, I know the, you love Kingsman. I love the Kingsman. Kingsman is so good. We need more Kingsmen all over the place. So Absolutely. By all means. Shared universe is kick ass as it turns out. Yep. Yep. Uh Kingsman three. Get, uh, I just keep giving it to me. I'll take as much Kingsman as I can get. Yep. It was a much bigger gap between um Kingsman the Secret Service and Kingsman uh the Golden Circle. Yep. But now this is not as big a gap. It didn't do as well critically, the Golden Circle, which made me really sad because I thought it was just fine. It was. It, um, was, it was just as good as the first one, which is the best a sequel can hope for. Exactly. Really. Yeah. So um, by all means, let's have a third one. And I was hoping I was afraid they might not do the sequel because it didn't you know, do as well critically. But it sounds like it did just well enough in the box office that we are now getting our third one. So nice. plus we're talking about a spinoff um, called The Statesman. Nice. So. Well, what I'm curious about on this, if you recall in the first one. When they were trying to track down Galahad's agent, the uh, they were trying to hunt down who Harry Hart was working for, mm-hmm. and they couldn't find him. They were like, you know, I've contacted MI6, I've contacted my contacts in in uh, Langley and Beijing, and then <laughs> Mr. Valentine. A Samuel Jackson was with a list. Yes, so says it's so weird that no one even knows the name of the Chinese Secret Service. Yeah, I think we're going to China. That would be cool. That would be a cool callback. They're always good at doing things. They really are. Yeah, writers when they go back and analyze, like, what can we do in this next one? So, what are what are the Chinese known for? Because let's Uh, see, the Kingsmen were tailors because. British right. Pretty much known for the prim and proper. I mean, sake, samurai. Well, China. China. Porcelain. Oh. Uh, tea? Tea. There yeah, you go. Okay, I was going to say. Tea. There it is. Ooh. Okay. That would be so, the choice. we're going to get agents named Darjeeling. <laughs> yes. Loibus. Yes, yes. I don't think we'll have an Agent Black. Yeah. Pretty much because the Men in Black have that covered. They do, but, yeah. Men in Black I'm, 3 I'm is ex- being filmed right now. Chris four? Hemsworth. Men in Black 4? Men in Black. Oh, you're right, yeah. We Reboot, whatever it is. Uh, Tessa Thompson, who okay. played Valkyrie. Okay. And I didn't put that on my list. That's why I'm interjecting to make sure I don't forget it. All right. Um... As agent, it's like Agent H and Agent something else, not J and K, but it's a new one. New okay. agents continue. Agents G and H. Uh, but but yeah, so team names. That's so cool. So let's let's mark this episode. I'm calling it Kingsman Three, 
goes to China and meets the Chinese super secret spy service with all the gadgets and fun stuff. Because also, and they're all themed on tea. Um, they're really good at fighting. Obviously, these secret agents, both yep. from U- the UK and from America, but they're gonna get their asses whooped. Oh yeah, <laughs> by Chinese? Yep. Are you kidding me? Yep. <laughs> Martial artists. So they yeah. show up at the they show up at the bones of some issue that the main baddie has started. And that has a cause that most people would be sympathetic to. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't necessarily... I wasn't necessarily in favor of a culling, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I am firmly in favor of legalizing all drugs. Yeah. So I'm wondering what this villain's going big thing is going to be. Because they are a little quirky every yeah. single time. No, well, that's a good point. That's that's the thing with the Kingsman is that you're not necessarily against the bad guy. Their mm-hmm. idea isn't necessarily inherently evil or corrupt or motivated purely by personal gain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why they're able to be so successful on a global scale is because not many people disagree with them. Right, unless and then they turn out to be like just horrible people uh, at the end, just trying to well, no, kill everyone. But. The the main issue with these bad guys is that they are achieving they, their goals. With they're going with mass the murder. by any means necessary. <laughs> yes, route, and they Which mean is, any means. They have no line that they yep. will not cross to accomplish their goal. Uh, always with those guys, and that's the key with a villain is that they they're not necessarily evil. But they just have yeah. no scruples about accomplishing their goals. It's true. I would love for them to call in a new uh, a new Merlin, and it's it's just Elon Musk. Well, I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. But I was thinking like Elton John <laughs> is now an agent. I mean, if you can see what he does in those outfits, I mean, especially in the Golden Circle, that would still be Elton just John like top notch. Comes in a spiced rum. Top notch. <laughs> Agent Pistol. Yeah, basically. So looking through my stuff here, this is a TV show thing. Uh, The Last Airbender live action is coming to Netflix. I saw that. Is M. Night Shyamalan attached? No. (laughs) Here's the deal. We've talked about these things where here's the deal. The live action The Last Airbender could have been phenomenal, and they could have gotten three movies out of it, but they messed it up. It didn't capture the magic. It captured the coolness, mm-hmm. but uh, they hired a kid who couldn't act, okay. uh, or at least didn't get good direction. Aang is a bubbly, bright young man who just runs away from responsibility. In the movie, Aang is a moody teen who I think, like, even Evangeline Lily is like, damn, that kid can't act. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how bad it is. Like... I could not stand that kid and his dumb acting skills. They picked a kid who could do karate and looked like Aang. Shaved his head and tattooed it. Well, fake tattooed it. You right. know, like uh, Either yeah. that or that Painted kid's the out there somewhere cap. going, I thought this was going to be worth it. <laughs> it never Painted was. Painted cap. But yeah, no, um, I'm really excited. I think this has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of potential. Now, On Netflix, at I'm, least. I'm going to say this. And I don't want to get hit with an angry potato. 
As someone who never watched the cartoon Avatar The Last Airbender, I walked into The Last Airbender movie completely blind. I didn't hate that movie. It was perfectly enjoyable and easily forgotten. I don't remember anything about that movie after walking out of that theater. Oh, my man. Uh, Is your mic on? Okay. Mr. Brian, man. Give me a potato. Give me a potato. Oh, jeez. Whoa. That was a bit extreme on the potato. It was the eye that clicked. I oh, jeez. Like, I, I took them all Jesus off. Wow. Christ. Less force. Yeah. Light toss. Okay. Fuck. Jeez. Oh, you okay? I'm Not fine. It was like, yeah, <laughs> basically. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so Dark's probably is going to be a lot safer. Uh, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. We'll revisit. It's okay. I have, I have eye safety. Holy crap. <laughs> We're good. Jesus. Uh, say what Say what you were going to fucking potato, say. potato, not a baseball. Already. Holy shit. Since you didn't see the animated series, I don't think you deserve to be hit with potato. <laughs> okay. But do know that it was just a terrible movie. Oh, no, I understand completely. Well, because all of my friends that do watch Avatar, The Last Airbender, are like, pissed. that movie angered me with the fiery passion of a thousand suns. And I'm like, okay. That movie was a money grab. That was not right. art. That was a m- fucking money grab is what that was. Yes. So I'm like, do we, you know, I think Netflix is the right direction because they do what they've done with the series of unfortunate events. Yeah. What they've uh, done with Voltron. Yep. It's everyone, you know, Netflix does not grab things and hold on to them for the sake of money. They grab onto things and go, people are going to like these if we let the artists have their freedom. Exactly. With these things, you know, so stranger things. The Netflix model seems to me to be, oh, hey, this is a popular property. Who is really into it? Let's give it to them and let them do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If it flops. We're not losing subscribers. It's true. If it rocks, we're only gaining subscribers. And they they said in a statement recently that they're actually only spending money on like sci-fi stuff and fantasy. Right. So like they know what sells. Right. They're doing it. I I heard the Lost in Space. I think Altered Carbon is going to be my next watch. Is it? And I heard Lost in Space was really good. Like really, really good too. Uh, well, did you we'll not see. know I that existed? I knew it existed. Okay, right. I just didn't hear anything about it. Okay, yeah. I mean, that was an old show when I was a kid. Right? It was an old show when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was a like very I... old show when we were kids, and then they did that movie in the 90s with right? Joey from Friends Yeah. and the chick yeah. with the weird voice from Party of Five. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and a cartoon alien like that, that bounced all over the voice. place that yeah. made Jar Jar look like... You know, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Miss, I love you. Yeah. What, Brian? I like the little alien more than I Into like Into your mic. Jar. Don't I- hit me with a potato this time. <laughs> I'll hit you with something else. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but I like the little alien more than I like Jar Jar. Also true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Less annoying. They could both uh, rot in hell. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's not. I don't even want to be nice to those things. They could both be eaten oh by Chewie. Oh, my gosh. And we'd be fine with it. A anyway. A alien. A better alien. Um, No. I yeah, think it's I think it's. There was great. that movie that was just kind of, uh, and now the show, and I'm kind of like, 
can we let Lost in Space be lost? Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Space? Sure. I don't. It's I don't yeah. It's. I think it's just more about them just getting people to watch what they watch, and when you get more and more people away from cable, you know. Yeah. Um, HBO is trying really hard. There's a reason you can stream get them as a streaming service. You know right. what I mean? Um, I, everyone's gonna follow suit eventually. Yeah. Right now, I'm pissed off because the Sons of Anarchy spinoff Mayans MC is on their streaming product, which you need to be connected to cable for. Same thing with American Horror Story apocalypse have to be connected to cable to watch it i don't have cable i can't watch those if they were a streaming service i would be paying for it right now because fx has so many shows i want to watch between archer um and then those two that i just can't watch yeah and it bums me out yeah and i would watch them but um you know in in time yeah. I think I think uh, the well, last Airbender. Eventually, is everybody's going to get their own streaming service, and then pretty much the only thing you can watch mm-hmm. is streaming services. But then you're going to be paying way more than you would for cable. Yes, because you subscribe to like eleven streaming services. Yeah, and that's because CBS is the only ones with Star Trek. And Fox is the only one with The Simpsons Mm -hmm. and Archer and all this other stuff. And Disney is the only one with, you know, 33% of all media. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. And HBO is the only one with Game of Thrones and Westworld. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this other, and DC Universe is the only one with all of the DC content. They're going to get our money. It's just companies like Comcast just need to, they need to let go. (laughs) Let let go of your cable. Direct TV go under already. You're going to be. Well, Comcast needs to just kind of, what is eventually going to happen is that Comcast is going to subscribe to everything. And then they're going to charge you a smaller fee for this group. Mm-hmm. PlayStation does of, that already. For this group of streaming services. If you want the Hulu and the Netflix and mm-hmm. the DC, but you don't necessarily want the ESPN mm-hmm. or the other one or whatever. PlayStation does that already. It's called PlayStation View. That you can you pay one flat fee for different services. Yep. Okay. Different channels and stuff. You can basically pick them out, which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so you can get your Netflix and Hulu through that. Mm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, cool. Yeah, basically. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm reading through my list of things here, and Disney is going to slow their roll on Star Wars movies. They kind of need to. After they really do, uh, I guess Star Wars fatigue is real. Oh yeah, so very real. I don't think Solo was bad at all. I think that it was, you know, we didn't have enough time in between the very iffy reaction to the Last Jedi and Solo for people to to walk into that movie going, "I need this right now. I need more Star Wars in my life." You know what right. I mean? Um, I think the the you know they're kind of saying they're blaming Star Wars fatigue, and while they're obviously the amount of space between them was obviously bad, but if the Last Jedi had gone better with audiences, I think people, I think Solo would have done much better. I mean, I I know they're not saying it out loud because it was critically well received, and obviously a lot of fans are. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it forty sixty. I think the majority of fans just did not like the Last Jedi. Just plain and simple, whether it's because they didn't give us what we want. I think that also Disney should admit there's all the kind of like snarky people are like, oh, look at all these clever things that happen inside of The Last Jedi. And I can't look at my DVD shelf without seeing The Last Jedi and thinking like, I want this to be better. 
you know, yeah. like, and it's, I try to give it the benefit of the doubt because it is a work of art yep. and art of, is, is subjective. And I do my best to like, and I, as a true Star Wars fan, I see the benefit of that movie. I, yeah. I truly do. Um, I still, it just like, it bums me out so much. And for that reason, you know, it didn't stop me from going to see Solo twice. It didn't stop me from enjoying the absolute crap out of Solo. Yeah, it didn't stop you from becoming best friends with Ron Howard. Exactly, which is, right. hey, Ron, I hope you're watching right now. What are you so doing Ron. next? I didn't, like, uh, hopefully Solo 2. I would be okay with another Solo movie, you know, like, whatever it is, but um, even if it's over time. But uh, also the Boba Fett movie that's rumoredly uh, rumoredly coming from James Mangold, which would yeah. be let me, amazing. Let, let him do it. No, I just think that, you know, the fatigue is kind of is kind of real but i think that also the last jedi's audience reception is a large part to do with that right they should have figured you know having made the last jedi that there were not going to be enough things in there to make fans leave the uh, the movie going that was a totally worthwhile experience what i'm scared of is that it's a part one of two with part two being episode nine and part one being episode eight and we just don't know it yet but they aren't going to say so it was so wide, it was so open-ended, it was so broad, and each one of the Star Wars movies is so very narrow yeah. in terms of the, the things they mean to achieve by the end of the movie, you know what I mean? Uh, while the death of Snoke was really cool, yeah, and the throne room scene, that was probably the most significant thing to happen in that entire movie, yeah. you know? Um, Luke was such an afterthought, in my opinion, to the entire story. Yeah. Um, just with his, like, you know, negative point of view. But let's not make this about The Last Jedi. Yeah, we've already done The Last <laughs> Jedi catch-up. Um, and honestly, I mean, on reflection, mm-hmm. I think I like Last Jedi better than Force Awakens. Fair enough. I mean... I mean, I when I saw Force Awakens, I was like, okay, so they rebooted... A New Hope. Right. Because it was almost, it was very, very, very close to just a reboot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Kid starts off in the desert, poor, doesn't realize that they're part of this bigger yeah. thing. Playing it safe. Okay, about 20 get minutes criticized. in, they meet Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> it's They're playing it safe, get criticized. They, yeah. they then the last Jedi, they yeah, take about, it in a completely about 15 minutes before the end of any movie. The main character's mentor dies yep. violently at the hands of the main villain. Yep. I mean, it's it was so similar to A New Hope that I was just like, eh. eh. It's okay. It's right. more Star Wars, which is good. Exactly. But eh. Yeah. So with the fatigue, do you think they, you know, do you think it's better for them to release less Star Wars now, you know, that they're kind of saying this? Or if it was like a new movie that was like not solo of all things that they could have done better if it was if that, you know, if it was a different movie coming out by that time. Like what if it was Knights of the Old Republic that was coming out directly in May instead of a solo? Yeah, that might if I saw 80 lightsabers in one shot, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I think see, plenty of people would have I paid think, to see that. I think that Star Wars needs to go in a completely different direction than any of the characters we've already seen. So very different. Okay. Yeah. I, I've seen Han Solo. I've seen a young Han Solo now. Mm-hmm. I've watched Han Solo pretty much from birth to death at this point. I'm cool with Han Solo. Yeah. Let's be done with that. 
Same with the Skywalker twins. Yeah. We watched them born. We've watched them die. I'm about done. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't need Chewbacca's backstory movie. You know, though, the only exception to any of those prequel movies that I really, really enjoyed, like my number one movie outside of the core trilogy, my number one Star Wars movie is Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And even that outranks some of the original trilogy. Rogue One was severely well done in that they only called back the best character from the original trilogy, which is Darth Vader. Yeah. And they made him even more badass than he was in the original trilogy. Because, I mean, Darth Vader was menacing and sinister Mm -hmm. and very large. And, God, he scared the crap out of you when he showed up on Mm -hmm. screen. But in Rogue One, you see why. Mm-hmm. He scared the crap out of you. Yeah. When you saw him. Because he, I mean, he. Nightmare fuel. Oh. Yes. Yes. He, he goes into it. He's like, you know what? I'm going to use the force to just kind of tear everything a new hole. Let's do this. So, yeah. That was the only one that I was really on board for and really enjoyed. That still remains an excellent Star Wars movie. Right. It makes me really sad because I think they were they were seriously about to be like, yo, Obi-Wan spinoff. Ugh. You know? But I, Ewan McGregor, though. I don't need him. Ewan McGregor, though. I don't need him. Ewan McGregor, though. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. I, Ewan McGregor, though. You know Hello what? there. The movie. Like, I'm going to go watch Velvet Goldmine if I want more Ewan McGregor. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I, I I'll watch Train Spotting 2 if I want more Ewan McGregor. Have you seen that yet? Not yet. I want to see it. I heard it was decent. I haven't watched Velvet Goldmine yet. It's in my collection, but I haven't Is watched it? it yet. Oh, okay. Duly noted. So, you know, they're... I'm saving it for a special occasion because I them, know it's going to be amazing. With them slowing their roles, I mean, I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah. fine. Do do what you do, do what you guys want. Um, Ryan Johnson is making a trilogy. And then the Game of Thrones directors are making their own trilogy. So we have cool. all of those undoubtedly coming. Yeah. Let's, you know, let that happen. Um, let's, I think we're going to get a Boba Fett spinoff either way because everyone wants to see more Boba Fett. We did not get enough Boba Fett in the movies, according to people. Yeah. Um, or Mandalorians in general would be all right. We'll see. I could see like the solo sequel being like Solo and Boba. Kind of thing. Like you know a, what like Star a, Wars I would really like to see? What? The Rebellion of Mon Calamari. Ooh. Okay. So the Calamarians, mm-hmm. Admiral Akbar and all them, there's yeah. a reason that the majority of the Rebellion is Calamarians. It's true. And that's because that whole planet was taken over by the Empire. They were all enslaved and they all threw off the chains. They all said, nope, we're not doing this. Get out of here. Rose up and actually defeated the Empire and chased them off. That would be a dope miniseries of some kind on a streaming service. That would be a spectacular trilogy. I don't think they could. Well, but they couldn't carry that in a movie, though, because we would not identify with a bunch of like prosthetic fish people. We just wouldn't. Like they just. Oh, I would love enough. to watch that movie and lean over to my wife and be like, "Does anybody think about this seem fishy?" <laughs> right, 
or just, like yeah oh. i mean it would i feel like it would be hard to be compelled to you know feel for those characters and that's why they would never do that but like a mini series if it was a 10 episode series on netflix well yeah. not netflix but I disney play i guess being, what i could see it as being a animated sh- like short or something like that Mm, yeah but the coolness would be seeing the prosthetic makeup right like seeing like a live action set of like all calamarians i gotta be honest the extra wookies and solo look like crap i was like this is some star wars christmas looking crap right here i did not like that at all i would i would love to just see a populace i mean doesn't matter what race of alien but I would love to watch an entire planet of one species rise up together and go no more. Oh yeah, and actually send stormtroopers running. That would be cool. Yeah, and chase off star destroyers. Chasing off a star destroyer. Just come on. Ooh. You're right. You're uh, right. That would be cool. Be so awesome. That would be cool. Also, Disney, Disney get on that. Disney Play. The for the the reason I think for them being able to do something like this is because they're already talking about two series. One of which stars Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Okay. In his own show, and another starring Scarlet Witch okay. as her own Zelda found a bug. Oh yeah, she's gonna eat that thing. Get it. Zelda's get gonna it, Zelda. eat a cricket. Get it. Get it, Zelda. Get that cricket. So, uh, Rich, they're yes, yeah, no, they're going to make a mini series of Scarlet Witch as well. Is what they're talking nice. about. So, with Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. So that's the rumor. I don't know how confirmed it is, but um, you know, there's that. Yeah. Sesame Street writer confirms that Bert and Ernie were written as gay when he was writing them. Sesame Street has since said no. What are the actual ramifications of this? If you're watching the video. And you see my face, you see the look of shock and amazement at the discovery that Bert and Ernie are gay. It's only something that everyone's been saying since the show started. Yeah. But there's a subreddit called Bert Strips. Really? Where they take screenshots from Sesame Street mm-hmm. and add context that is completely horrifying oh and wrong. Oh, God. Great. Like. like Bert and Ernie are Holocaust deniers type things. Oh. It's so off, but hilarious. Wow. I just thought it was important for pop culture yeah. and for the episode for that to be said. Absolutely. There's two mindsets that I have about okay. about Bert and Ernie right. um, being homosexual. The first of which is, who cares? Right. We knew this. Absolutely. Like, I mean, you're saying it and that's like cool. But then the second thing is like, Good. Sesame Street can say whatever they want about the characters not being gay. Yeah. Um, unless until they say it is. But um if the writer says he wrote them as gay, then guess what? <laughs> They're gay. Yeah, pretty much. And good. Cause let's, you know, we talk about that. Yeah, Zelda's looking her lips. She definitely ate that thing. Oh yeah. Um she ate it. yeah. <laughs> it's been eated. So we talk about these things and what I find the most interesting is that, you know, uh, I have that mindset of like, who, like, who cares that they're gay? Because it lets, let's make, you know, let's make the LGBT movement a common thing. Let's make it a common day, commonplace thing where it's okay. You know what I mean? Is that them sleeping together in a bed? No. So there's a picture. Oh, they have here. separate There's beds. an image here of that Bert and Ernie in their separate beds, with uh-huh. a, each with a balloon hanging by their bed. And the caption reads, Bert, preoccupied with otherworldly torture by the evil Pennywise, had no sympathy for Ernie. He only had to deal with his creature's homosexual cousin, Nickel Stupid. <laughs> Nickel Stupid. 
And then there's another one where there's Ernie looking at Bert's bed with a drawing of Bert at the head. Uh, obviously, Bert is out of town or something, and Ernie is mm-hmm. dealing with having to sleep alone. But the caption mm-hmm. reads, after gruesomely murdering Bert, Ernie draws his estranged lover's face on a piece of paper and makes love to it every night. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I do so love Bert strips. Right? Anyway. I say, um, who cares? Because we really want this to be a commonplace thing. Right. We really do. Um, and then the next thing is like, good, because let's make it more commonplace. Let's well, just make it normal. Just make it more. It is normal. Well, and that was kind of the thing about Sesame Street when, I, when you're growing up watching it is that it's all about teaching you acceptance of other people and other cultures. It's true. And that's why people and monsters live together. They're interracial now, too. Now that yeah. we've officially defined that they're gay. Yeah. Um, screw you. Say what you want, Sesame Street. They're gay. Yeah. Uh, they're interracial, too. So take nice. that. Orange and yellow. Double whammy. And that is where people came from. Yep. From orange people and yellow people Bert? breeding to make... Bird is Asian. Off-white people. And Bird is Asian, and Ernie is uh, from Jersey. Nice. <laughs> Obviously, with that spray tan. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Ernie is from Trump's America. It's true, <laughs> basically. Long story short. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, it's but, Yeah, I think it's important for Sesame Street to have gay characters and acknowledge them as gay characters and yep. have Bert yep, and Ernie yep, yep. loving each other so that other kids will watch these shows and realize that it is perfectly fine for two people of the same gender to be in love with each other. There we go. Normalize it because it is normal. Boom. We're living. It's The time has come. If you yeah. don't like it, go away. Pretty much. Now. Get on board or get off planet. It has been officially announced that when Disney acquires uh, 20th Century Fox. When? Um, which is, you know, we now know that it's pretty much inevitable. They're going to merge the X-Men in with the MCU. Guaranteed. This is not something that 20th Century Fox is going to be able to hold on to because I hear that, you know, things like even though that Disney will acquire 20th Century Fox, 20th Century Fox will still be in charge of other 20th Century Fox things. So like The Simpsons, for instance, right. Family Guy, yeah. we can only assume from there on things like uh, Alien and Predator and things yeah. that 20th the more Century adult Fox knows, you know, content will uh, stay with Fox. Exactly. Right. But. The MCU will officially take on X-Men. We will have X-Men living in the same universe as our Avengers and current MCU. Okay. It's going to happen. How are they going to do it is what I want to talk about. Well, X-Men have joined the Avengers on and off for years in the comics. Exactly. I could it's see Avengers Avengers 5 I could totally see being, you know, what yeah. is bigger than, you know, Infinity War? Technically nothing. But if the X-Men showed up and started fighting them, yeah, definitely much. So. so I mean, Technically, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were mutants. They're, they were X-Men, and then they it's joined true. the Avengers. And what excites me the most is that this, you know, with the Avengers version of Quicksilver, you know, dying, yeah. is that, you know, maybe Scarlet Witch will, you know, put a new spin on things and, you know, create a new reality. Because she is capable of doing these things. Yeah. She's done it in the comics oh, all the time. So many times. Yeah, where she changes reality, they could make it all about her, all about her making this huge, like, you know, um, um, shift in time and existence and dimensions because she wants to get her brother back. Little does she know that she's going to get a lot of brother back. Right. A, a completely different Quicksilver. Peter. Then Yeah, exactly. Which uh, I think. The best part it, of all the X-Men. Yeah, I know, right? 
I don't know the Wolverine cameos though. Yeah, <laughs> especially in first class, which we can't say out loud because yeah. we want kids to eventually be able to listen to this episode. Oh, we've already we've already effed that in the A unless we've time stamped all of them. But I think there's did quite you time a stamp all of them? I think quite yeah. a few guys. I looked mixed. back at him and I was like, and then he just sat there and looked at me. I think there was. I like. I was like letting him mixed, know to like timestamp, and he just looked yeah. at me That's in all the right. eyes. You can go through it with a fine tooth comb <laughs> if you want. But still, um, listen yeah. to it raw and go through it with a fine tooth comb. It's true. So that being said, I'm on vacation this upcoming week, so I could just do it that way. There you go. So yeah, you know, I think we'll we'll get to the point here that we can. Uh, uh, yeah, get get them merged in. They can do some, you know, with um with Captain Marvel being, you know, a space character. The whole Phoenix story could be a lot more convenient. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that they're going to be able to do the Dark Phoenix saga justice on TV or on the screen. I should say, no. I they attempted with X Men Last Stand. And the thing is that anytime you go and revisit something, it's it's never an improvement. Actually, I think it can be. Okay. But I'm sorry, no, continue. No, no, no. I, it's like well, because I'm more interested in Well, like Fantastic Four, obviously, like they tried to fix Fantastic Four. That did not get fixed. I right. that might be definitely like the only superhero movie out of all of the like relevant ones that I just do not care to see because of how poorly received that movie was and how garbage that movie was. Yeah. Um and just hearing in the production, like during the production, how well it was going to turn out because it had a script that was supposed to be like a part one, part two thing. Yeah. And it was going to be awesome. And then they like totally blew it and changed everything. And like the cut that came out was absolute garbage. And, you know, um, I don't think that 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 and especially with Disney having a hold of it now that they would allow it to come out that crappy. The Dark Phoenix. OK, so they're. They're basically going to sit on it till they get it right, is what you're saying. I hmm. That's that, not entirely that, true because they just made a Dark Phoenix movie. Really? Yeah, it's going undergoing. No, that's what they're doing currently. Okay. Jessica Chastain was was casted as that character. Remember, we talked about it very briefly. Okay. Um, but Jessica Chastain was what casted as a character that Turner? was that. She's still there. Okay. No, it's no. She was that older alien that was like with oh, Professor X that you, we were talking about. Do you remember yeah, now? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, so they are involving the Shi'ar yeah. Empire. And Sophie, okay. yeah, Sophie Turner is definitely like going Phoenix in this one. And then we've got cool. the guy that was in Ready Player One is the guy who plays Cyclops. So I mean, oh, yeah. we do have a young X Men to grab and run before. with. Yes. Jesus, I was trying to. <laughs> I was like, where have I seen yes. this kid? I've seen him yes. somewhere. What I would just love for is shit is for us to yes i know right but okay those you know we will take um i just want to see i just want to see wolverine hulk and spider-man in a fight together that's all i want so bad not fighting each other but fighting bad guys that is all i want to see before i die (laughs) hulk wolverine and spider-man kicking ass that's all i got to say did you ever hear that story? Hugh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, did, obviously. Did There's only ever, one Wolverine. Did you ever hear Hugh Jackman's story about that? About? He's he's actually good friends with Eric Bana. <laughs> and so they were in Australia at a bar, and they're drinking, at, you know, this is after Hulk and, you know, X-Men X2, had come out yeah. and everything. And they're sitting there drinking together, and they're like, 
Can you imagine what the fans would do if we got in a bar fight? That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, my gosh. You know, um, in Spider-Man 2, he was actually like, they actually shot Tobey Maguire bumping into Wolverine on the street. But it never went in. <sighs> yep. Thank you yep. for keeping that out. Yep. Oh, that might have hurt if I saw that. <laughs> but no, still, you know, um, I'm hoping that, you know, they're doing Avengers 4 reshoots right now. I really hope that Hugh Jackman is there right now with him. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> Guys, that's all I want is just for Hugh Jackman to be there. I don't care about any of the rest of the X-Men. Just get me my Wolverine. Get him in there. Make him so beautiful and What's really funny awesome. is that Iron Man has been on screen with two different Spider-Men. I'm thinking so hard right now. What do you because mean? Because Robert Downey Jr. was in Spider-Man Homecoming with Tom Holland. Right. Okay. He was also in a movie trailer at the beginning of Tropic Thunder for a movie starring. Yes. I remember. Mr. Lazarus. That's <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. And Toby Maguire as two gay monks. Yeah. <laughs> Tro- oh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Oh, Tropic Thunder. So when I, I, I caught that, I was like, oh, my God, he's been with both Spider-Men on screen. That's it's great. True. That's it's brilliant. true. I love it. Having spectacular uh, gay relations with one of them, which is completely fine because Sesame Street um, did it first. Now. Yes. Let's move on to video games. Let's move on. Because there has been a massive layoff at Telltale Games. At Telltale? Really? Yes. <laughs> Over the riot incident? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Sorry. Unfortunately, it just sounds like they were not prepared. I know why you're Googling, Brian. The Wolf Among Us Season 2 has been canceled. It's not coming out. Okay. What are you Googling that. then? He's not you're not Googling. Googling? I thought you were Googling. No, he's typing in the timestamp for the change in Oh, you were making subject. like a big, you were like making a big thing. For those playing the big Are you game still Greek. telling me, Brian, that you're not disappointed that Wolf Among Us Season 2 is not coming at all? Oh, you've got books, okay? Because there are comic books. Sweet. The Wolf Among Us season two was, or season one was really good. What bums me out and scares me the most is that they're working on The Walking Dead, the final season. Okay, it's technically season four. It's the final, and it's not. Uh, uh, they're ending it with chapter two, which scares me because they usually have five or six chapters per game. I really okay. hope they're not shorting us on content. I hope it's at least going to end. But everything else is getting absolutely canceled. So really, um, yeah, it it makes me sad. I really hope that yeah, this last chapter isn't just something that Cliff hangs and then we never get the rest. But they have lot they have laid off everyone that is not basically not. They've laid off all but twenty five people, and those twenty five people are going to be working on Netflix's uh, Minecraft story mode, which is um, they're partnering with Netflix, so you okay. can log on to Netflix and basically play. Telltale games there. Okay. It really sucks because The Walking Dead was a massive achievement in storytelling in video games. Okay. Across the board. They've done a lot for video games since The Walking Dead came out. Before that, it was Jurassic Park and Back to the Future, the game. They really made their impact with The Walking Dead. Okay. Um, and then games since, which are really good. I already talked about playing like Batman. Um, Tales of the Borderlands was a phenomenal game. Um, Wolf Among Us was phenomenal. They did a Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Um, my favorite, 
however, by far all of them, is the Game of Thrones, which you have to play. Okay. Dude, the Game of Thrones Telltale. See, I, I've I've heard of Telltale games in that they are very dense in the story mm-hmm. and that the gameplay only serves to advance the story. Mm-hmm. Which so true, it's not yeah. necessarily about the experience of playing the game. It's more about the choices you make. The story. Yeah, because okay. you can you can make choices that might not completely alter. You know, it's like basically these games are basically moving pick your own adventure books. Okay. You know, it's like watching a movie that is a pick your own adventure. Okay. And that's what makes it really cool is when you're playing these characters and having having to make decisions when you have to choose between people and choose between the decisions you make, you know, in Batman choosing to go as Batman or Bruce Wayne to make, you know, certain influences on the people you talk to, uh, choosing as uh, one of the last leaders of the uh, last standing kingdom in the north in the okay. Game of Thrones game, choosing who's going to be your right hand man, the guy that grew up as, you know, your kind of uncle who who might not be able to make the tough decisions he needs to make or the guy that makes way too many tough decisions and chooses to fight before speaking, you know, okay. things like that. And then you've got Ramsey walking in your front door at the same time. Oh, my God. It is a great, great game because you think about these things. They always take characters that you know. They show you what these characters are like. They're not afraid to scare you with them. And then they make shit get real in every single game. And you're like, what do I do now? Yeah. So you can pick up like Game of Thrones, a game for like five bucks, the whole thing. Nice. That's the thing about Game of Thrones. Like the Telltale games were always cheaper um, because, you know, of what they're like, you know, um, because they're not like they're technically AAA games because yeah. of the studio and the budget that goes into them and the properties and the licenses. But they're not that long of experiences all the time, like 10 hours of gameplay. Yeah. You know, at the most, even with doing everything, getting all the collectibles. But I digress. It's it's really unfortunate to, to see it all go under. I hope they, they're going to get to finish The Walking Dead's final season the way they want to. Yeah. Um, Past that. Stranger Things is also canceled, whether that was going to be on Netflix or its own game. But it's so depressing to me. Oh. It makes me sad. Uh, here's to everyone at Telltale finding a new job. Oh, there's plenty of gaming companies out there. So true. All those people are going to get good jobs. Yeah. I know they will. Yeah. I know they will. Ninja, the streamer on Fortnite, is the first gamer to appear, who is going to appear on the cover of ESPN. Really? Pro gaming is a real thing now because he's going to be on the cover of ESPN. I was flipping through channels the other day at work, and you know what I saw? Uh, what? The Overwatch World Cup. Yep. And I was like, holy shit. It's on and ESPN. I almost turned it on. Uh, Comcast. But I realized I would probably immediately vomit on watching <laughs> Watching it. the first person. Uh, also, the uh, uh, Comcast put in invested a lot of money into Nerd Street Gaming, which is like another esports okay. um, syndicate. I actually know uh, one of the guys who works there in a high position of importance, which is pretty cool. Um, and they got invested in by Comcast. Really? It's a big deal. Like Esports are totally on the rise. Totally I wonder if this, are they're developing a channel for it? I don't know that they're developing a channel for it okay. so much as they're developing relevance so they can create programming okay. on relevant channels. So I was going to say, they already, they're they on already ESPN? tried a Over, channel. Overwatch is on ESPN, yeah, and that is a big deal. They already tried a channel with that, and it didn't. It kind of fell on its face real hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was that channel again? Uh, G4. G4, thank you. Yep. I knew it started with a G. <clears throat> yeah. Now is the time. Yeah. 
Halo Infinite will have microtransactions. Brian is disappointed. Brian is extremely disappointed. Now, I'm what? Affiliated. Someone found. Now, it's. I think it's terrible for three four three studios to have this come out as the first thing about what is like hap like with this game yeah. for multiple reasons. Um, Halo Guardians, I think, got pity reviews, mercy reviews, um, saying that the game was decent. Uh, the campaign was garbage. Okay. The uh, story-wise and play-wise, the gameplay about it was just blech. They did everything they could um, to convey to us in the Halo Infinite trailer at E3 this year that it was going to feel like classic Halo. That was their goal. It's going to feel like classic Halo. We're not okay. trying to change things. We're not trying to, you know, we want to give you the Halo you want. What is most frustrating about it is that um, I remember going in to... Now, the reason it was mentioned that microtransactions... Now, this wasn't like an actual statement made by them so much as they put up a job posting and it okay. defined creating game mechanics you know, that will interlace with microtransactions. I remember playing Halo Guardians on launch and they had this big, um, they had this big mode which was basically um, playing in the world but also fighting opposite teams. So you would like, for instance, if you wanted to get the most points, you would have to go kill this VIP on the other side of the map. You could, as you killed, you got points and then you could spawn in vehicles and you can spawn in things. Or you okay. can buy the vehicles. Oh. You can buy the guns. Uh. Another thing, the servers went down at launch. Oh. We all went in. Ooh. The the store to buy things because it was linked to microtransactions went down, and it was literally nothing but playing on a bland map with assault rifles, because you could not even upgrade to a battle rifle. Jesus. One of the dogs is pawing to go out. Keep going on. Okay, so Brian, turn on your mic, and mm. try not to get loud, because <laughs> I know I know it's frustrating for you, but I mean. Uh, it's bad that that's one of the first things we hear about Halo Infinite. We, we don't know a thing about it other than it exists and then microtransactions, and it's like, wow. We, we know how microtransactions work. I yeah. mean, look at fucking EA. Yeah. We know how that ruined Battlefront. I do need... Uh, WB and yeah. uh, Shadow of Mordor, or War of Mordor, whatever the new one is. They removed microtransactions from the latest... Good. One. Good. Um, but the latest still, Mordor game. Yeah. Still. Shadow it, of War is what they called it. Yeah. Yeah. Still hurts because any good game is going to sell yeah. and not need microtransactions. I just hope to God it is not selling advantages. You know what I mean? Some rich brat in a penthouse in upstate New York can buy a wraith oh, and fuck. at the beginning of the game. Okay, give me. But no, I am, like, quite literally. Fu three four three is what I put down on my timestamp because <laughs> microtransactions is just going to demolish Halo's reputation. Dis demolish, <laughs> demolish, demolish. It's, it's true. Just disassembling and demolishing it. Oh, I see what you meant to do. There. It's it's an upsetting thing that console games are starting microtransactions. Yeah. It's just... They need to just do it right instead of trying to nickel and dime us. I understand, I mean, like... If it was skins, if it's just, like, aesthetics, I'd yeah. be a little better with that. Yeah. If it's just, like... like Which, which yeah. Battlefront 2 is doing now. You know what I mean? They've now changed it to where, you know, like, they... It just sucks. And I've said it time and time again. When, when Battlefront 2 was announced, they said, all DLC will be free. And I said, something's fishy about that. Because this is EA. 
Yeah. Is no. Yeah, nice try, guys. I did not believe for one second that they were not going to find a way to nickel and dime us. And then surprise, Darth Vader's forty dollars to play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nice try, EA. Those I can't even. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be necessary for the gameplay experience. It should enhance the exactly. Like, you know, like, like you were saying, Brian, enhance the aesthetic. Yeah. Oh man, that guy looks like young Han Solo. That's yeah. the best thing you can get. Yeah, I just got movie, shot you know, by like, a guy in like neon green. Yeah, like oh man, I that want looks that. Awesome, exactly. I really you know what that. I mean? Maybe you know, like cool outfits, right, for the yeah. other things. But you know, yeah. it's just it is what it is, and you know, they it, it sucks because games have gotten uh, have basically stayed at the same price all this time, but gotten more expensive to make. Well, and that's one of the issues. The issue. Here's the big issue mm-hmm. with it, okay? Mm-hmm. How much did Spider-Man make with all of the sales and everything? Well, it was easily the fastest selling game of all, right. all time. How much did it make, though? Do you, I don't know yet. Number. I don't have numbers. Okay. Well, let's say... A lot. It sold Hands millions down. of copies at like 60 bucks a pop. Let's say $6 billion maybe, okay. initially. Mm-hmm. Just... All right. Let's, let's keep it at a billion. Let's say... It made Sony a billion dollars. Oh, it's going to make a billion, hands down. I'm pretty sure yeah. that God of War has by far, but uh, already. Candy like Crush Saga makes $50 million a day. Mm-hmm. A day. Fortnite. Every day. Skins in Fortnite are $20 a pop. And they're just skins. They're just skins. They're like 20 bucks a pop. <laughs> that and... These gaming companies mm. are seeing this and they're like, I could make a puzzle app that is way more profitable than this fan service game. Yep. Known as Cash Whales. Yeah. To developers, I found out. Yeah. So. so write a Cash Whale or. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend who who works. Um, his His company that he has been working for actually just got bought out by Niantic. Who does Pokemon Go? So there'll be some cool, you know, they'll be doing some cool AR stuff. Um, Pokemon Go. Hi, Chris, if you're listening. Um, probably not. Start he, working on Pokemon he, Go. He's <laughs> he's doing better things right now. Um, but he, uh, uh, you know, I was talking to him and he was applying for jobs um, all over the place because that's what you do. He's yeah. applying at Bungie. He's applying at uh, uh, Sledgehammer. All these game devs. And you know, and then he said he was talking to his boss and he was like, "Well, you could like you could go over there and you know like keep making your." Uh, same amount mm-hmm. or when this mobile game we're working on launches you could make double because you have interest um payments in the microtransactions yeah and your salary will double yeah so it's yep. a big deal i mean it's <laughs> it is a massively big deal yeah it is still i mean the only thing i could say is microtransactions should just stay the skins aesthetic stuff and yeah, no, yeah. definitely. It should yeah. not involve like, gameplay. I'd love to it have, like, for, this probably is a thing, but in Battlefront, they probably have it where you can get a Django Fett skin instead of just playing as Boba Fett, right? I wish they had a Django Fett skin. Either they don't. They don't. Hey, EA, I just throw you a free bone. You yeah, better right. pick that shit up. It's coming. Brian's all but, about the yeah. bones today. He really is. <laughs> I mean, you almost burnt they my will, bone off. Well, they're adding hey. a bunch of Clone Wars stuff by the end of the year, so nice. I'm sure a Django Fett skin is coming. They're going to have a Geonosis map. There's no way the Django Fett skin is not coming. Nice. So, moving on. Moving on. The Sega Classics are coming to Switch. Really? Yep. All right. Shaunak the Hedgehog, Altered Beast. Probably columns. Should they really need to re 
they kind of need to remaster Altered Beast a little bit. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to game. see. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's not an easy game. Like mm-mm, I mm-mm. I played like maybe two minutes into a level, and then I was like, no. Diablo Two Druid, the game done. Yeah, uh, we're getting close to wrapping up here, so I'll oh. just wrap up. Google the Kingdom Hearts three cover art, please. Brian, oh, it's so pretty for him to see. It's so pretty. They have pretty. released San Fran Shokyo gameplay. Awesome. And I Ikiro thought six. because do I know that what what PC thing isn't working? Oh. oh, you can still put it up there. Just because we can't put it on there on OBS doesn't mean we can't show Rich. So we... Uh, uh, well, no, Brian tagged me in the post on Facebook. Of the it. art? Yep. Oh, the so you've art. seen the art. Yeah, oh, okay. The well, then never mind, Brian. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot about Good that. Good job, Brian. Yes. Um, so you've seen it. I've seen it. It looks really cool. It looks uh beautiful. looks so good. Now I saw the Fran San uh, San Tokyo San Fran Tokyo uh, gameplay. San Fran Tokyo. I'm just it looks so good. And I know I've been saying for the longest time that I don't think the game is gonna come out when they say the game is coming out because I don't believe in Square Enix since Final Fantasy fifteen. But it really, truly looks to me like this game is going to come out and it's going to be finished when nice. it comes out. So yeah, I, I'm perfectly fine with them holding on to it until it is. Me too. You know what I mean? I would rather get a finished, complete, stellar product yes. later than, than something the that's crappy earlier. Yeah, which is what Final Fantasy 15 was. But then again, you know, Final Fantasy 15 was in development for well over a decade. Naturally, I think even by the time it came out that it was going to, you know, actually it might have, <laughs> with that much time in development, it frankly should have been the best game ever made. But right. uh, what can you do? It was still a good game. It was just for- unfortunately very unfinished. That being said, Kingdom Hearts 3 just needs i mean this game needs to knock it out of the park but when i see all this gameplay and all of it coming together they're mm-hmm. showing us more and more gameplay and i was thinking because we hadn't seen a lot of san fran tokyo from big hero 6 that it wouldn't be good like it, that it would be like just basically a mini level or something where you're flying around on baymax and fighting people because the most we've had seen of it um in between years and years and years ago seeing Seeing it announced as like the second world. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, we knew about San Fran Tokyo years before they announced to- Toy Story as a world right. in concept art. And then now they're actually finally showing it. So I was thinking, wow, is that just getting like pushed off to the side as a little level? No, it looks massive. Well, Big Hero 6 is a comic. Yeah, that and too. It's been a comic for a long time. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've seen Big Hero 6 technically for a while. Well, yeah. Well, no, not so much that, but in the gameplay, at oh, least, oh, I see. is I, what my, I meant. My bad. You know, my bad. just sorry. like not seeing gameplay up until this point, considering they announced it before literally like six worlds a day to talk about Toy Story, Pirates of the Caribbean, which they showed some uh, Davy Jones in it. Ooh. I love Davy Jones as a character. That guy. Nice. Those movies might not have been the best, but it, that tentacle beard, that guy's so cool. Yeah, that was about <laughs> the only it. cool thing about it that was, movie. Yeah, basically. And then, uh, well, it was kind of, the Kraken was also really cool, I thought. Yeah, the Kraken was all yeah, right. Eating Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow actually dying at the end of Dead Man's Chest. Well, you got to realize that I saw the Kraken turned to stone by Perseus, who had a clockwork owl in a movie stop that had stop motion animation in it from like the 70s oh. early 80s go check out the original clash of the titans 
True. This movie is stellar. It's so awesome. Basically, in the cheesiest true. way possible. Basically true. So it does uh, not age well. We've got we've got cover art now. Yep. And we've got I mean we've got such good gameplay. You know, all I can see now is a minor delay for tweaking, and that's it. But it looks like they got the story lined up. I'm seeing more and more story tidbits, and it's just like and they're starting to bring together these elements of the first game and the second game into the third game. Um, nice. That I'm just like I'm ready for all this to come together. So, and I was like, what? In in the first Kingdom Hearts, what was your favorite keychain? Oh, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas one. That one was awesome. Yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah. One. The one with Jack. I think, but my, his favorite, bow tie is like I think the my favorite one was the Hollow Bastion one. That one was dope, too. That one was awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For those not in the know on the Kingdom Hearts thing, how dare you? But <laughs> the the weapon of choice of the main character is the Keyblade, which is a giant sword. I also really like, like key. the original Keyblade, though. I like, really like that, yeah. too. That, that was a good Kingdom aesthetic. Yeah, I like that. But the uh, keychain that you would get by visiting different worlds changed the appearance of the keyblade. So that it looked like a giant key sword, but mm-hmm. it would it would change appearance based on the world you were in. So when you got to Alice in Wonderland, you got the Wonderland keychain, and it changed the sword into you know Olympus Olympus Coliseum. Yeah. You'd get like one that looks like that, and it matches yeah. the aesthetic. And of it matches where you the go. aesthetic of the world. Yes. Yeah. So. Too cool. Yeah. Um, I used the Tron Keyblade a lot. A lot, a lot. I have really got to finish Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> My God. There's a Tron Keyblade? There's a Tron Keyblade! Oh! <laughs> I just went from 6 to midnight. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Final Fantasy Advent Children? I haven't watched it yet, no. Okay. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I suggest you watch that before you play Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. I know it's a little weird, but they use all the Advent Children characters. Okay. In Kingdom Hearts 2. They're a lot more relevant. Okay. All right. Maybe you should do that before Spider Man. <laughs> all right. So, the list of priority American Vandal. <laughs> You're going to find things. I think Christy would really like American Vandal, too. So, that can. The you Final know, Fantasy like... movies. Yeah, right. Then Kingdom Hearts 2. It's true. Then the game I just damn bought Spider Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I was like, you Fair need enough. to get Spider-Man. You no, no, need no, to get no, Spider-Man. no, no, it's fine. It's but fine. hey, when we keep upgrading the Den of Bricks, uh, yes. you'll you know get to be able to come out here and do this. I'll help you. I would love to sit in Brian's chair and guide you through these experiences, Ooh, yes. whether they be Resident Evil 4 or yes. Bioshock or Kingdom yes. Hearts 2. So, They're fun. Oh, a uh, final note before we go, just real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As I was going through the library... And packing up all the old game systems and everything. My brother-in-law asked to purchase my original Xbox. Not the Xbox 360. Not my Xbox One. My original Halo, Halo. Edition yep. Xbox. Yep. So I was going through there and I was like, oh, I, I wonder if any of these are backwards compatible to the Xbox 360. I have 31 games for the original Xbox. Well, Guess how many of them were not backwards compatible for the Xbox 360? Most of them. Six. Yep. Six of my games did not work on the Xbox 360. Yeah. The other 25 worked perfectly. Yeah, I was going to say, because it was cool because, yeah, they were, like, backwards compatible. They're trying to get them all on Xbox One right now, too, 
because you can play games like Conquers Live uh, and Reloaded. Yep, I've um, got that up there. Yeah, Jade Empire. Uh, a lot of Star Wars games. Yeah, Xbox One backwards compatible. So yes, so. I might try putting the original Xbox games into the Xbox One yes. and see if they'll play. Yeah, That would be amazing. I'm not holding my breath. It's easy to find a list so. online and see how small it is. Yes. So that was my <laughs> last bit. So. Take us home, buddy. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for watching the Nerd Archive. I'm Daniel. Rich is drinking. I'm rich. He is. He's also Mr. Bulldogs. I'm Mr. Bulldog. Yes. You know where to find us. Come talk to us. We're going to start doing email listener answers. So we're going to start picking one email per episode. You guys want to send us an email to whendanielmetrich at gmail.com. Please put Nerd Archive in the title or in the subject line. Mm -hmm. You can also message us questions on Facebook or you can tweet questions at us with the hashtag. Yes. Uh. What is we didn't think about this at all before we started this. Angry uh, potatoes. <laughs> uh, nerd questions or uh, uh, den of questions, brick question. Uh, what the? F- I don't know. I just don't know. We didn't think about this before. You know we what? This at don't all. even hashtag. We'll just, work yeah, on don't it. Just, yes. You just shoot it at us. Just You'll shoot find it at us. us. We think of a hashtag. We'll post it on the Twitter and we Facebook. Will. We will. And Instagram. Click the button, Brian. I missed Bulldogs. Grass tastes bad. Does it, though? That's the way the news goes. Did you click it? No. (laughs) Click the button, bro.